go. Let it go. Are you Anna or are you Elsa? Mm. Which one? Are you? Yeah, which one's Elsa? Yeah! <laughs> You're so are you pooping? No, I have two. <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents with your host, Jamie Otis, my lovely husband, slash co host, slash amazing baby daddy, is at work right now and we are prepping to go to Florida so I'm gonna be the only one here but then later tonight my in-laws are coming over and they're gonna be the guests on this episode so you're gonna hear from Big Doug and Bonnie and then my husband of course will be home by then we're gonna have dinner together and then we're gonna come downstairs and record a podcast chatting with you guys but first I thought I would share a little bit why we're making this trip to Florida. So first of all, we're moving to Orlando. Well, we're not, I shouldn't say moving because it's not entirely moving. We, I have an Airbnb and we're going to be staying at an Airbnb in Orlando because I really want to look into a warmer environment, <laughs> to be very, very honest, to live in a warmer environment. And then I just like a lot of different things that I've heard as far as like, like every time I travel, I always stay in an Airbnb or some sort of a short, short-term rental. And so I was like, what if we got a home in a really warm state and we stayed there like snowbirds and when we're not there, we'll Airbnb it and then it will essentially pay for itself. And also like while we're there, we're investing in like our retirement because you know, we'll be putting money into this home rather than someone else's Airbnb. So I, you know, talked it over with my hubby and we've been saving like crazy and we don't have a huge nest egg, but the little bit that we do have, we really believe this is a good investment idea for us. And so that's exactly what we want to do. We want to buy a little condo. I've read an awful lot about Orlando being truly like the best place to buy as far as like the cost of home is not so bad in comparison with the price of rent. So I really thought Orlando was where we were going to buy. But the more and more Doug and I thought about it, I was like, well, I don't know that I really want to live in Orlando. Nothing against Orlando, but I we prefer the beach. Like Doug's a Jersey Shore boy, and I just love the beach for whatever reason. I'm from central New York. There are no beaches, so don't ask me why I love the beach. I just really like love the beach. So long story short, we decided, okay, well, what's the next best place in Florida? Because we definitely want it to be Florida, no doubt about it. We want a warm environment, and um, Florida's a great state. So uh, to be very, very honest, if you're there for six months in one day, you don't have to pay state taxes. So we were like, okay, uh, we can stay there for six months in one day. Although I should like rephrase that because Doug actually does not want to be there six months in one day. He wants to, you know, be in Jersey and with his family. And that's really the most, the only reason why is really so much like, quite honestly, like his parents are the reason that he wants to stay, which I mean, can't hate him for it. Totally love that about him, actually, that he's such a mama's boy and he loves his family, which is exactly what I asked for when I signed up for Married at First Sight. So not hating on him for it, but also like, I'm like, your parents can, they would probably love to come down and hang out with us in Florida during the winter. So, you know, we're still like, I don't know, debating. But one thing we both truly agree on is we would love to have an investment property in Florida and we would love to Airbnb it to our friends first. You know, you have first access to to be able to stay there. And then if, you know, if no one's taking it, then we'll just put it out 
like for the public to be able to stay. But I thought it would be really cool also to like have like another way to like connect with our friends. Like we could leave like a little note and welcome you into our home. And I don't know, have like some sort of like um, a brochure of whatever area is that we're going to stay in. We're going to research it all this winter. We're going to find an area that is just the best that we absolutely fall in love with. We're going to buy a little home. It's not going to be anything extravagant. So don't expect that because we can't afford that. Let me be honest. So anyways, this is about the time when we give a five-star review. I genuinely cannot thank you enough for all the five-star reviews that you've been giving us. I mean, it is absolutely nutty how we just started this this podcast. Like a year later, we have a million downloads. I know we've already talked about it, but I can't help it. Like I just think it's so amazing and we're so grateful for each and every one of you who show up every week to hang out with us. So five-star review shout out goes to drum roll please b-ball missy she gives a five-star review and she says great podcast love the podcast and how honest and down to earth you both are please recap married at first sight would love to hear your thoughts on this season thanks girl (laughs) it's honestly kind of weird to do this uh intro without my hubby like I'm just so used to bantering back and forth with him bickering most of the time but uh like I just have to imagine you guys listening because otherwise I feel like I'm talking to myself any of my mom jokes I'm hoping you're laughing at (laughs) but we also want to give a quick shout out to Himalaya it's a platform that we actually partnered with they it's an app it's a free app that you can literally just download and you can organize all of your favorite podcasts and you can leave comments for each episode within that app and we obviously love it because we partnered with them so back to business because this whole Florida trip I kind of wanted to hash out and this is like my therapy sesh when I sit down and just chat with you guys about life usually it's like the one time like an hour a week that Doug and I really are connected and talking to each other and like feeling out ideas. He's obviously busy right now, but uh, I'm here to hash it out for myself. So the biggest concerns that I have with moving to Florida are obviously the fact that, you know, Gracie's going to start school. So would it be possible for her to be in two different schools, like for her whole life? You know, we were thinking we would start off the school year in Jersey and then we would transfer her to the school in Florida. And quite frankly, if you're a military child or if you're, I mean, there's lots, lots of different reasons that children have to like switch schools. And we feel f- fortunate that, you know, for her, it would just be two schools and she'd be, you know, having two sets of friends in two different states and she'd be exposed to all sorts of different cultures that way. The alternative would be homeschooling, which my husband is not on board with. He just really doesn't like the idea of homeschooling her. And I think that his reasoning is mostly just because of socialization And I get it because I guess if you're at home with just your parents, you know, teaching you all day, you're not going to be able to socialize a lot with other kids. But I think that there are some kids who've been homeschooled that beg to differ. I mean, I met this one girl, her name's Anna, and she lives in New Jersey as well. And she came over to help watch Gracie while I was working and she was homeschooled. And this girl is A, very, very intelligent. B, she's socially secure. It Like this girl doesn't seem insecure whatsoever to me. She's just like a sweetheart. She's driven to, to go to school and make something of her life. She's actually going to school to be a midwife. I mean, I don't know. I think she's a great girl. And she said basically what her parents did to help her socialize was just involve her in all the school sports and things of that nature. But then, you know, on the flip side, I remember a couple girls actually from when I was in high school that were homeschooled all throughout elementary, middle school. And then for whatever reason in high school, their parents let them go to high school, like regular like public high school. And 
not gonna lie they definitely rebelled like they just kind of went nutty like they were the party hardies and you know I wouldn't say like promiscuous but definitely more willing to experiment with boys than I was you know or like anybody else and I came from a family where my mom didn't even care where I she genuinely didn't care where I was going I'm not even kidding you when I was a senior there are these three boys from the neighbor school that wanted to go to Myrtle Beach but they only had trucks so they wouldn't be able to drive their truck down there and I had a car which would fit five and obviously them comfortably so they asked if I would want to go to Myrtle Beach with them and we would take my car and I was like okay sure and I'm not even kidding you I lied to them and I told them oh I gotta like sneak out from my mom I'll let you know how it goes this is gonna be really dangerous because I was so embarrassed to just admit the truth that I literally went home I packed a bag my mom was sleeping I tapped her on the shoulder and said hey ma do you mind Uh, I'm gonna go to Myrtle Beach with some friends and I'll be back in about a week and she was like okay honey have fun (laughs) like no joke and she rolled back over and went to sleep And I knew that that wasn't like normal behavior for a mother. So I kind of always was a little bit embarrassed that my mom just didn't really have rules for me. So I remember also when I was in high school and I was dating this this boy who was a senior while I was a junior, his family was so nice and they're so respectable. And I just really didn't want them to think that I came from anything less than that as a family. So I would tell them that I had these curfews. And I wasn't allowed to drive past nine. All the things that like basically my friends' parents told them to do, I would just make these rules up for myself. I just remember just being very, very embarrassed when they realized that I actually don't have any rules whatsoever. I mean, now looking back, maybe that was kind of sweet that, (laughs) I don't know. But in any case, they ended up finding out that I just kind of created my own rules and my mom really didn't care. And I was mortified because I was essentially lying to kind of save face for my mom not really caring what the heck I was doing. So long story short, I don't think that like homeschooling per se will make a kid be rebellious. And I'm trying to say that to Doug, but for living from my own experiences, I feel like he has a point. Like I was in public school and had very little control. Like my mom did not really control anything that I did really. She could really could care less. And I never did act out. Whereas like, I feel like if you're homeschooled and you're being controlled on every single topic, especially as an adolescent, you are going to rebel and act out. But I told Doug, we don't have to do that if she's homeschooled. I mean, clearly this is an issue that we're still discussing and thank God we have some time because, you know, it's not like Gracie's starting school anytime soon. So we've got like a year or two to figure this out. The other thing that I was thinking could be a bit of a concern is, you know, we're all settled here. We have our doctors, we have our dentists, we have my in-laws right across the road if we ever have any issue with picking up Gracie from school or if she's sick and we're working or whatever the case may be. Whereas in Florida, we have nobody. One of my best friends, Erica, she is um, everything Erica on on Instagram. And so she is there in Florida, but she's not even going to be near us. I mean, they live in Boca Raton. And I don't know if you're familiar with Florida, but Boca Raton is a very wealthy area and her home is beautiful and I'm so glad they can afford that. Doug and I just can't quite afford that yet. I'm working on it. Like we're working on, you know, saving money and working really hard, but we're just not where we could buy anything affordable in Boca Raton because there's just nothing available. So I wouldn't even be near her. Uh, We're really just thinking Tampa area, I think. And honestly, I would really love for you to leave a, like a, leave a review or give me a message on Instagram. If you're a Florida resident, or if you're familiar with like a really good area of Florida, that's affordable, but neighborhood friendly as well. And then of course, like 
if they have good schools, that's a total bonus. I mean, I couldn't tell you how much I would appreciate it if you just like shot me a quick comment over on Instagram or, you know, left a five-star review and just told us where to look. However you want to like reach out, I would genuinely really appreciate it because we are kind of like the blind leading the blind. I've been to Florida a few times. I've never ever considered living there. Honestly, to be very, very honest, what really caused me to live, to want to live there is I found my father recently. So those of you who've been listening to the podcast know all about that. We hashed it out in a few different episodes as I was going through the process and the journey of trying to find my father. For those of you who are new, I was born, you know, (laughs) I was born in June 15th. 1986 and my mama did not know who my daddy was so my birth certificate is blank with it where it says father and I had four paternity tests that turned out to be negative and of course like my whole life I've always just wanted to know my father I mean you know as a kid you have to have like a mom sign and a dad sign and the like inevitably like the dad was never signed and it was never like that big of a deal like no one like questioned it but I felt like it was a big deal and I was embarrassed I mean I was embarrassed that our address was a trailer park address but I remember like if you ever had to have your address on there I would try to like hide it from the other kids because I was like oh no they're gonna call me trailer trash like yeah a very very insecure kid I was anyways we really don't know the area or or anything of that nature but we've heard that Tampa is up and coming and it's still affordable but yet it's close to the beach and there's a lot to do and all these great things about Tampa. So we were kind of thinking, you know, maybe Tampa. And if you remember last year, we we went to L.A. because we were searching out places to live and, and areas to live in L.A. And turned out that was honestly just way too expensive for us. I mean, you can't get a home in Los Angeles without spending a million dollars. Like, I mean, you could probably find something for $500,000, but like it would need a ton of work, which would inevitably end up costing you a couple more hundred thousand dollars. And we don't even, I mean, that, that still puts you at like, you know, more than half a million dollars for a home in California. And I was like, we can't afford it to be quite honest. And I guess some people might be embarrassed to say that, but I'm not embarrassed to say it. Like I'm a girl from a trailer park and I'm trying to be really responsible with the little bit of money that we've, you know, we've really earned and we're saving and we're trying to spend it like in a smart way. And it just turns out that Florida, A, I just found my dad and in his family, like my poppy, my dad's dad, he goes down to Florida every winter because he's a snowboarder. So like anybody else from from the east coast they go they all go down to florida my aunt tracy and my aunt luann they take vacations down there in the winter one of my best friends erica she's now in boca raton and even though that's you know a few hours away it's still nice that we could potentially be in the same state and see each other more so that is the reason that we chose florida but we're definitely the blind leading the blind and genuinely would love any feedback you have if you're a florida resident or if you go to like the same vacation spot all the time and you think it would be a really nice place to live slash vacation like all years over here because we're doing our research but I mean I think it's you never I always just think that word of mouth is the best like you're never gonna get better advice than from someone who is living it breathing it eating it experiencing it like that's it but anyways on to the baby because I am officially six months pregnant I mean, I can't believe how fast that flew by. Like six months, that's half a year. And we've been pregnant for half a year and he's doing so good. So I had a doctor's appointment. I guess the high-risk doctor wants to, you know, see me every four weeks to see the baby, measure the baby, make sure everything's okay because of my history of a second trimester loss with Jonathan, um, which I I kind of found that strange because... I had a very, very easy and amazing pregnancy with Henley, and 
delivery was awesome with her as well. So I was like kind of surprised that he wanted to follow me so closely with this pregnancy as well. But I mean, I'm not complaining because that just means I get an ultrasound where I get to see my baby every month. And I feel like that's a a treat. So not complaining there. And that being said, I had the doctor's appointment today. I was like, okay, so how am I going to fit in this doctor's appointment before I leave for two months to Florida? I'm actually going to have to find a doctor in Florida because you know, I'll have to have everything checked at least once while I'm there. And then when I come back, I'll just, I already have an appointment set up for the very first week that I'm back so that I'm not, you know, missing any appointments or whatnot. And I also like got all of our records. So for Henley and for myself, just in case, God forbid something happened, you know, we'll have like all of our records with us because, you know, you just can never be careful enough. Last year when we were in California, Doug stabbed himself with a knife. I'm not even kidding you. It wasn't anything severe, but he was such a baby. I mean, I shouldn't say that he was bleeding and he did need stitches, but I was like, Doug, stop whining. You're barely bleeding. Like just put a bandaid on it. And he's like, no, Jamie, that's deep. I got to go to the ER. I was like, that ER dog, come on. And we happened to live right across uh, the street from a hospital. So he walked over there and I was and like, there was no one to watch Gracie. So it's not like I could go with him. I wasn't going to ask, you know, I was going to have Gracie wake up so that we could go to the ER together. So I was like, I guess call if you need something. <laughs> so he went to the ER by himself and got his stitches and handled it like a champ. There were no tears or anything. <laughs> but that being said, I was like, well, that, you know, like he didn't have any medical records with him. So if there was, God forbid, like a true emergency, no one knows his blood type or, you know, like no one knows anything about him. And I guess the nurse in me is like, you know, we should really be a little bit more prepared because if God forbid he needs blood, I mean, there's only so many bags of O negative out there that's universal. And I just like straight go medical thinking, even though I haven't worked in a hospital in a while. Like I love that I know that kind of stuff to just be prepared. But speaking of baby boy, we still haven't had a name picked out for this little guy. And I'm just, it's really, really hard to name your baby. Like, I don't know if anyone else has this problem, but we were like, we're going to have the top three names honed down. We want to give it to our friends as a surprise on Christmas. And, you know, we really tried, but kind of like just back and forth. And Doug is almost 100% on this name Hendrix. And I'm like, I love the name so, so, so very, very much. But I also love the name Jack. Like, I just love the name Jack. And I also wanted to like make it something meaningful. So I was like, Rogan, that's my father's last name. So I was thinking that would be a really, really nice way. But then I was thinking, is that like too much too soon? Also, like I just met my family and if they're like, oh, wow, she's already naming her son after our our side of the family. That's weird. I don't know, like probably way overthinking it. And I'm totally blaming that on pregnancy hormones. I would think I would love the middle name Rogan for a child one day, but I don't think I would do the first name because I never did meet my dad. And I just don't know if that's weird for, let's say, like even I have two brothers and I really want to respect them and respect that side of my family and these two brothers are definitely not comfortable with me being their sister. I don't know. I just feel like it's too much for me to be naming my child after them really like I don't know it seems pushy or something or a little bit invasive and I'm just trying to slowly get to know them and really respect them and let them know that and I don't want to be coming at them full throttle like for example I've never met my brothers before so one day I really believe in my heart that I will meet them And I don't want to be introducing my children and then one is named Rogan and that's their last name. And they'd be like, I don't know. I just don't know what they think of that. And I don't want to scare them away. So that's my philosophy on that. So as much as I love the name Rogan and I really do want to honor my dad and I really hope that he's, you know, proud of me when he's looking down 
from heaven. I also want to respect, you know, my brothers who are alive and my aunts and my poppy because I just don't want to like be too much too soon, you know? I don't know. I hope that <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Anyways, for the baby boy's room, we now have a crib, which I'm very proud of. My husband, it was so sweet. So I flew out to, to shoot Unfiltered last weekend and I came home and he surprised me with the crib all done. And it was the cutest thing because Gracie came running over to me and she was like, mommy, I built this with daddy. And I was like, oh my God, I literally just cried. Like it was just the sweetest moment because she was so proud to help. And she really, you know, like she really did kind of help. Like Doug let her have like the little screwdriver thingy. And so she was really trying to like screw it together and whatnot. And she really felt so proud of herself for helping, you know, put her little baby brother's crib together. And then, of course, that night, Doug, we actually have a YouTube video of Doug, Gracie, and I putting the baby's dresser together. And gotta be honest, I had just flown home from LA. I was so tired. Doug did pretty much most of the work, gotta be honest. He actually loves doing things like that. Like the guy could take an Ikea project and you know Ikea, right? Like everything is like individual pieces and whatnot when when you buy something from Ikea, but he can conquer it. Like he's so good at just sitting down and spending hours putting things together like dress dressers or beds or whatever so I'm fortunate in that department <laughs> but we have the crib we have baby sheets we have all hand-me-downs from my sister-in-law I thank her so much every day because she has given me more than enough clothes like my baby's not even gonna be able to fit in all these clothes there's an outfit probably for more days in that amount of time like she just gave me so many clothes so I truly don't need anything for this baby other than to just get the room set up one thing that we got was just like this nice little lamp to go on his nightstand which we don't have the nightstand yet but I figure we have like this other little stand that we're going to use because I don't really think he needs a nightstand uh I'm just trying to be more practical this time around and I don't think he needs like all the bells and whistles that we got for our daughter because I don't know, second child, you just get a little more practical. At least we are. And so we went to Lamps Plus, the nation's largest lighting retailer with over 55,000 designs from top brands. The largest selection of Minka Lavery lighting to transform your home into wonderful living areas. Minka Lavery is known for designs that blend function and style using innovative materials. And the greatest thing about it is you don't have to guess at what the design will look like or wander around the aisles of a big box store because Lamps Plus has videos with design tips and all the photos on their site tell you which light fixtures or furniture pieces are featured. So it's super easy to buy what you like. You can get up to 50% off hundreds of lights, furniture, and decor from now until January 27th. That's up to 50% off during the Lamps Plus January sale. It's going on now and running through January 27th. So go to L-A-M-P-S. P-L-U-S dot com slash H-M-C-P to start saving today. Lampsplus.com slash H-M-C-P. The first thing that I'm doing when we get to Florida is I'm going to Grove.co and I am going to go shopping. So basically Grove Collaborative, it's an online marketplace that delivers all natural cleaning, beauty, personal care products literally to your front door. Basically everything that's safer for you and better for the planet and their products really, really work. So in place of harsh chemicals, these are products that are filled with essential oils and just like non-toxic scents that are safe for you, for the environment. It's amazing. And the best thing about that I really, truly love about Grove Collaborative is that I would go shopping and I'm trying to be healthy for my family and I'm trying to make the right decisions. But then you like read the back of the label and there's 
10 million options in the stores and I'm like, I don't know which one to get. And it took me forever to make a decision. So the nice thing about Grove Collaborative is that they've already done like all that work for you. So you know, literally any product that you're buying from their shelf is safe. There are no harsh chemicals that are being used that and they deliver it to your front door. That makes it super duper easy. So this year, one of our New Year's resolution is to try to be more eco-friendly and we're not going cray cray, but we are going to try to limit using individual bottles of water. And the great thing about Grove Collaborative right now is they are on a mission to make your laundry more sustainable this new year. So right now for a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash HMCP, you'll get a free three piece set from Grove. So you can start reducing your plastic waste. Plus you'll get free shipping and a free 60 day VIP trial. So you just go to grove.co slash HMCP and you'll get this exclusive laundry set. That's grove.co slash HMCP. And a couple of the brands that I absolutely love from Grove Collaborative is, I mean, I literally use Mrs. Myers every single day. I also love Burt's Bees. Like, I don't know if you guys are a big fan of Burt's Bees or not, but it is so good. And like the belly cream for like for your belly while you're pregnant, I literally use it on my face sometimes. It's I think it's like 99% natural and it's just really, really good and it doesn't clog my pores. So sometimes if I need like the most thickest moisturizer I can find, I just go to Grove and I get the Burt's Bees uh, belly butter and it works really great for your face too if you have really dry skin. But yeah, that's about it. I think that my in-laws are here. So I'll be right back with my in-laws in tow and my hubby. All right, I just put Gracie down and Big Doug and Bonnie are here along with my hubby. He finally made it home from work. Yay, I come home right when Jamie Gets everything done, right? Gets everything done. Yeah, when dinner's prepared, not just asleep. Wait, like father, like son. (laughs) No, at least you heard Jamie say she got the food and cooked the food. We did the eggs. Just kidding, I really don't cook. Chicken franchise, <laughs> chicken fracata. You're on the radio. We're all ugly. <laughs> we're we're all, radio faces. We're all talking nude. No one knows us. <laughs> it's that kind of a family you had no idea. <laughs> and I'm just wearing a yarmulke for no reason. And my actually, towel keeps falling. <laughs> the yarmulke is actually the truth. Don't yeah. ask. I should take a picture because Doug came home with a yarmulke on his head. And we're, I, not, we're not Jewish. Because I found it in my car. <laughs> so funny. That'll tell you what my husband's car looks like. <laughs> he has a yarmulke in the glove box. Okay, so we heard your five-star reviews, and a lot of you guys said that you want to have Married at First Sight recaps. So I was like, well, who better to chat with about Married at First Sight than Big Doug and Bonnie? Because, you know, they come back. They're the OGs. They, they're on the first season. You guys do watch, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you watch Couples Couch or no? I, we did. We well, actually, we just saw it for the first time. Unbelievable! And look, it was good. <laughs> well, I didn't know that it was on. Yeah. So, what is it on? What, the, same the, channel. This is actually really funny that you say this because we're sitting down on a Thursday night and it's Doug on. and Bonnie, <laughs> yeah, Doug and Bonnie said, "Oh, we'd like to have you on the podcast." And uh, they go, okay, nothing's on TV tonight. Uh, couple's counters on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they air the episode on Wednesday. It's yeah. a new episode. Thursday they play the same episode, but it's with couples commentary. Heavily focused on sarcasm. Yeah, not for nothing. My husband's the funniest. So. I'm in my element yeah. there. Oh, yes. Oh, I haven't. Yes. I didn't see that. And I did watch a, the first Couples Council. That was probably the first one that was on, right? Yeah. yeah. And why you have all these little people talking yeah. in and out. Yeah, no. All right, here's a quiz, though. 
I bet you they can't name five names out of the five couples okay, that are on this season. Let's you know go. Five Including names. yours? No, no, this season. Oh, this, oh, season. this season. Derek, Katie. Zach. Mindy. That's five. That was hey. five. No, Derek, Kate, Zach, Mindy. What are you counting? <laughs> I can't count. Then Dr. Ruth. One more. Yeah. Pepper. Um, oh, I can't re- Megan. Nope. Is there a Megan? There's no Megan. That's a good guess. It's terrible to say. We watch it for Jamie Aww. just to see what see? she has to say. And I did watch from the very first episode. And I really found this season really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... I, I don't know why. I, I just held my attention. And... I um, think it's one of the better seasons. Um, I, I thought the couples were great. Yeah, you know, first time with five couples, yeah, right? But I thought I thought the couples were great. They were really entertaining. So yeah. wait, you went away on vacation, just the two of you, when we had Henley, and then you came back. You went right to L.A. You filmed that segment that we just watched last night. No, no, it'll probably be um, a couple weeks down the road. This was, I think, the first season. Mindy's parents weren't were there. Totally against the whole marriage thing. Did you guys ever feel that, where you were going to not go to the wedding? Never. Never. Courtney's parents didn't go, actually. No, because they didn't. She uh, was by herself? Yeah, Yeah. she was. She walked down the aisle by herself. Honestly, when Doug and I watched this, I was like, let us never... And God bless them, and I'm sure there's some some, some, some sort of reason, but like, let us never be the parents. I mean, she's 30. Like, she's not a kid making some terrible decision. But support your kid. Right. But I thought that that was really super of his dad, Zach's dad, to step in and say, come on, we'll have we'll have the dance. I thought that was really, really nice. Not for nothing, but all of the other episodes, I don't remember the minister saying, well, I would like to tell you what her family has to say about her or his family. They say that in everyone. They didn't do that with yours. They did. Yeah, Doug's friends and family want you to know that yeah. he cooks and he does did, this. Really? I yeah. don't. I don't remember Three. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah. ever remember that. Yeah. And then you didn't write your own vows. Yes, I did. Didn't. For our vow renewal, we did, but we did it for our the regular. Oh, I just gave a speech, I guess. Yes, you did give a speech yeah. actually, because that was like starting a turning point for me because I was yeah. like, aw, <laughs> he's funny. But <laughs> but the other couples, uh, season two, season three, they didn't say their own vows. Yeah. No, that's like a new thing that they're incorporating. But I like that. I hope there's not somebody that writes it for them because they, <laughs> they sounded so good. They sounded so sincere and, no, I, you know. I, I think they wanted, they wanted them to have a regular wedding for a bizarre circumstance yeah that's my impression right at the beginning was bizarre the whole way through not every bride writes her own vows or every groom writes his own vows don't you remember him having it in pieces of paper all over the place trying to write his vows or make whatever he was going to talk about you made a scrapbook for jamie because he was afraid to say what he wanted to say i don't know i don't know if anybody ever saw it but for anybody that didn't watch our season i made a scrapbook of all things about me so my favorite sports my favorite animals my favorite teachers here's all of my family members and their faith and i like copied and cut and pasted and it could have either went really well where people say that's so sweet or Jamie could have said, 
this looks like it's done by a third grader because I'm cutting pieces people's faces and <laughs> pasting it onto I, construction paper. Right. I thought it was I thought it was very nice. Yeah. I, so that of, she could identify, you know, yeah. all your friends. Yeah. When did you first say it, Jamie? It was the first night of our of our wedding. He pulled it out. And it's funny that you say that it could have been made. I never, ever even thought that it looked like it was made by a third grader. I thought it was so thoughtful. Exactly. Because I was like, wow, he took all this time to put all this together. And I'm like, I don't have anything like that for him. <laughs> I, I finished it on the limo ride. Like I made the final yeah. things on the limo ride yeah. to the city. Yes. Well, I believe that. <laughs> uh, but then the other thing that you had in that scrapbook that also like turn my head like sideways for, towards you in a good way <laughs> right? right but no like you had the certificate from uh chris who was it uh, chris Gov- christie yeah Governor chris christie, christie for saving uh your co-worker's yes. life and i was like a hero award yeah you had a hero award from governor chris christie for saving his life and you told me the whole story you were yeah. at the office this 30 year old man who seems healthy just like goes into cardiac arrest and you yeah. give him cpr and save his life and no joke, I'm a registered nurse. I have taken these classes. I don't umpteen times. <laughs> and one time I was on a cruise boat with, this is like way back when I was a brand new nurse. I was on a cruise boat with this guy that I was dating. And this woman goes into cardiac arrest on the boat. And there's obviously no one there except me and this other nurse that never came forward, which I'll never understand. <laughs> but I did CPR. I can't tell you how long because you can't stop it when no, she started. No, you can't, right? She had a pacemaker. So even if she seems like she's coming back or if there feels to be a pulse, like she wasn't coming yeah. back. Was that a place where you could have used a defibrillator? Oh, we grabbed the defibrillator. We did the whole nine yards. Yeah, they had a defibrillator. We checked it. It, was, it wasn't asking. Wow. It was saying no. Yeah. Because she had a hairy chest? No, Doug. So, That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to shave them first. So listen, before she went to cardiac arrest, she had thrown up. And hmm. I could tell. I couldn't see anything, you but I could mouth, tell. your mouth on her no. mouth? No. So this is the funniest. This is not funny, but this is kind of the funniest part. So the waitress, I had her help me. Like, I can't do CPR by myself. I am not a mean person, but this is what, <laughs> this is what I said. I said, you'll do mouth to mouth and I'll do that. And I just got right to it. And we never changed positions. And you're supposed to rotate and change positions. Yeah, it's my very God. Tiresome. Yeah. What that else? was the only time that I ever kissed another man. But wait, so you did, mouth, so. you did mouth to mouth on him? Yeah, once. Because then <laughs> the girl helped me out when oh. I was in the office. Yeah, so anyways, long story short, I have never succeeded at doing CPR and whatnot. As she registered. died? The ambulance did come and they tried reviving her as well. Like, there was really like no... The ambulance came? She was like... On the cruise. No, we ended up getting, pulling into shore. By the time the EMT came, I'm like, thank God. Meanwhile, my date is like like just not a medical type dude at all and not he's a golfer and like a pro golfer you know how yeah. and so he is literally sitting on the back of the boat like what the f is going <laughs> on <laughs> my first cruise yeah and it was his birthday dinner that we were on this cruise oh for. my god was when you just put a sheet over her so you kept, kept going until the emt yeah so the emt comes so it over. wasn't a cruise cruise no. it was like a it was a dinner cruise, you know. Oh, like, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. like the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like saying like a, the, oh, the, the ambulance, ambulance right in the water. <laughs> no, I guess I should clarify. We were on like a lake. Yeah. A dinner cruise. You know, not a cruise. You know how you go like yeah. for like yeah. an hour. That's what they call it, a dinner cruise, right? Yeah. That's yeah. 
So anyways, so that really impressed me because I was like, this man, how the heck did he do that? Like, that's not fair. Do you still have that? I do. It's downstairs in the basement. You gotta take pictures of it. I'm not kidding. Like, now people make scrapbooks for their spouses on Married at First Sight. And I'm like, my husband did that first. Do they really? Yeah, there's a few things that I feel like we did first. And I'm like, are you guys watching our season? Yeah. And, but you know what? I probably did. But I feel yeah. like that's our personal mm-hmm. thing. And I don't want anyone to steal it from us. But that's really quite selfish. And yeah. I'll stop. Did you tell the experts that? <laughs> that's like the number one question that we always yeah. used to ask each other. Before you guys go, I wanted to see if you have any advice for parents of Married at First Sight people. Like for maybe the new season that's on now or any parents that are going to be on new seasons. Because there's going to be a lot. What advice do you have? It's not that I have advice. You know, everybody has their own... You know, mommies, daddies want their girls to to walk down the aisle. They want to know the person that their daughter or their son is marrying, get an idea of how he's going to treat his daughter or treat the husband. If you have someone that has strict values, strict religions, that this is not what they believe, you're not going to change. But that is so sad, though, because... It is that sad. is their only child. I mean, if yeah. they love their child that much, yeah. and their child is really believes in this process for whatever reason, yeah. I I just hope that as a parent that we will support our daughter, especially if she's like thirty. If, I mean, if she was eighteen, I'd be like, I don't think so, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's coming back to normal. A lot of times, social media and all this stuff, and the dating games and all those things that you guys play on the computers, cell phones. Sorry. Play. Well, whatever you're doing to get Your there. Chat the point I'm trying to, to make is that it's coming back the other way. Looking at it from the outside, from where I came from and what we did, it was what are you crazy? Is absolutely nuts. I could see where the parents would do that. But why wouldn't you do it for your kid just because it's your kid? Kid, It's going to make them happy even if it's for hours to get to the spot where she's at. She hasn't been happy for a while. I'm sure she's wondering what's wrong with me. Just be there for support. That's all it is. Whether it works or whether it doesn't. doesn't. When you guys first got married, we went through all this and we're being filmed. Jamie didn't like me. She didn't like me. <laughs> I did so. And I said, I know her name is Jamie because we were in that place in a little coffee shop. And we're all sitting at that long table. And you said, you know, it's going to be a marriage. I go, well, I know her name's Jamie. But in my phone, she's going to be Olga. This is mail order bride. <laughs> but there are still families mm-hmm. that are like, no, it has to be this way. No, it doesn't. Do what you think is right. And, and hey, how you two did it, I have no idea. I was beautiful as you are. Had to go to this. It was like, are you kidding me? Oh, come on, dog. Yeah, no, there had to be something wrong. I was going to say, we had some in-depth conversations. You know. We talked enough to where the icing was off of everything, you know, and we kind of finally figured out who each other was. And then it's difficult until you have the time to be with somebody and talk to them. And find out why. Still like, you know, oh my God. There's very little time to hang out with any of the family or friends. Yeah. Yeah. During those weeks. You know, it's like... You want to focus on the getting to know each other, but you also want to make sure that you can hang out within the family or you can mm-hmm. hang out within the group of friends. Yeah. You know. And honestly, it wasn't that I didn't like you. I desperately wanted you to approve of me. And I wanted, you know, I wanted Bonnie to approve of me. I wanted Big Doug to, Big Doug to approve of me. I wanted the whole family 
to like love me so bad. Yeah. I also feel like you had it in your head that you needed them to do do and say this, this, and this, and feel about you. And if they didn't, then they didn't like you. Like I feel like you set the expectation that way. Well, to probably because I know, do have, have high to, expectations yeah, for everything. <laughs> they have to. They have to act this way towards me. They have to say this towards me. And I then, mean, I think you're going a little intense. Uh, well, no, because I know how my parents felt, and I know how my friends felt about you. Yeah. And you should just trust me when I say it. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and it's girls and guys, you know. I'd have to agree with that. They, you know, they know if Doug wants it this way, this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, like Bonnie and I too. And I think you, through all our talks and stuff, I found out that we're kind of like the normals or whatever. We don't have any high expect. We have high expectations, but for our kids, we want to know what's best and where it's going. I'm very proud of all three of you. You know that you uh, got to where you are, what you're doing compliment both of you together so long that you're here for five years now going on six it's like oh my god you know and now another baby coming i mean this is attached Just everybody's attached at the <laughs> hips yeah that was my favorite line by my mom are you guys staying together just for business purposes? Oh, yeah, she said that. Oh, no. I did yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember that. Yeah. We just wanted to get you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was it. But, you know, getting back to when I watch Married at First Sight, I don't care about the family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. nice to meet the parents and everything. Oh, hi, how are you? You know, da, 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 da. Yeah. But I want to see more of the couples. I yeah. want to see their interaction between each other and so I don't care about the parents. That's interesting you say that because now they have changed it where we used to have like meeting you. Yeah, and exactly. All that jazz. Mm -hmm. Now it's more like the couple's honeymoon together and the whole episode is the couple's intertwining their lives yeah, together right. and comparing notes and it is so interesting because you can see how if one couple's really oh so happy it really kind of makes another couple insecure which is sad but you yeah. can watch all of this happen and then the couple that's oh so people want to see sad they want to see fighting and sad and they want to see that you know yeah oh, i don't know i think they want to see the fighting and sad but then to see the happy ending yeah, they, exactly yeah they I want mean, to work it up and you know and i think the editors do great at bringing it to that I love just, story. I just don't like to have anybody hurt. You know? And honestly, I always feel like people see like Doug's and my story and how I quote unquote wasn't attracted to him and yada yada yada. I feel like that was, you know, played up so much because it because I wasn't initially. Mm -hmm. But the thing is is that like Doug said, like I was attracted within within a week. Yep. I had as he loves to call out, like I've touched his, or at least seen his penis, and I touch it. I don't yep. know. <laughs> You're exact for as well. I guess this is mine, so. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Do I get to see it? <laughs> yeah. We all saw it the other day. You did. Yes, on when you put on that Facebook on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. His, uh, his, his little YouTube. When he came out thing. of the shower. There's no little. <laughs> <laughs> the towel wasn't hanging there. Oh, that, wow. yes. I have terrible memory right now. Pregnancy brain. But no, uh, so I think that these couples, I see like that, like Doug and Jamie, it was fine. It turned out fine for them. But it was like, yeah, but it. Like, we worked on it the whole entire yes, time. Yes, we did. And, you know, I have to interrupt you there because when people see me and we talk and I have to remind them, they weren't smitten in love. You know, their first year was 
Really? I was like nervous that it wasn't yeah. going to last. You and me together. Probably <laughs> done too, right? I said they worked. We worked really, really. I mean, we worked at it, I would say probably, would you say like until Henley's born? I yeah. mean, we were on the brinks of divorce. While Henley was in your belly. Yeah. yeah. We really were. It was yeah. bad. And, you know, one day we'll share about all of that. And then because... you wisened up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you grew up overnight when you became a dad. Yeah. Like, no doubt about it, you, I'll tell you what, he left me at the hospital the day after so he could A, take a nap, mm-hmm. B, go home and shower, and yeah. have some time to himself. And I was like, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> I just pushed a kid out of my hoo-ha and you're going to go home and take a nap and shower? I don't think so. No, well, so, so before that, though, and yes, I understand and I agree with you. I mean, we, we've already hashed this out. But... It was also one of those things where girls play mind tricks because I asked you and you said, that's fine. I totally understand. I wasn't expecting the whole effing day you'd be gone. Of course you I'm like, you go home and shower. I'm not going to tell you no. You were gone the whole day to the point where I was embarrassed because these are my coworkers coming in and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, where's your, you know, where's your husband? Oh, he's still out. Oh, Production okay. told me to do that. But that's like yeah. a prime example. And it was like. Yeah, I was bawling you. because I felt so alone. I just yeah. felt so ice. Like I just felt like we did. We were not a team, and no. and I just remember looking you in the eyes and yelling at you and telling <laughs> you never do that to me again. I don't remember that. But you, oh, I remember it vividly. <laughs> well, you never did though, Doug. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I could cry thinking about it because I don't know what happened, but you flipped a switch and yeah. like I don't want. Sometimes wanna... I need the little. Little, oh. Kick in the butt. That's actually very true because we still have these cycles, but mm. for the most part, like I usually we, hear about them. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's like I don't know. You really did grow up overnight. I think it's really hard to uh, look at you and take you serious with that thing on your head. Yeah, he's still wearing the yarmulke on his head. If you guys Jeez. don't know what a yarmulke is, <laughs> I think everybody knows what a yarmulke. I don't know what a yarmulke was. It sounds like a motorcycle to me. It is a motorcycle. <laughs> Is it? Yamaha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So did we recap Married at First Sight well enough? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. Yeah. The season is the season's really good. I, yes, I yeah. think this season is really good. I was attracted to Zach right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just fascinated by his hair. And then when he but, stood next to Mindy, I was like, this dude has got to be like five foot six. Like five foot four, five. Like you're, you're taller than him. Right? I don't know if I'm or same height, like probably the same height, and she's also very tall, so I'll give him that. But yeah. I definitely think that hair is to like add a little. Has to do that. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a girl wearing high yeah. heels, like. But he took a curling brush. I know. Come on. And blew it back. Mm-hmm. He yeah. knows how to use a curling, curling brush, brush better than me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's why, that's why he's not staying at her apartment. Yeah, because he can't fit all of his bathroom products in there. (laughs) You guys are late all the time for things, you know, whether it's makeup, podcast, or whatever it's doing. Imagine when those two, when they have to get makeup to go on anything, because he's going to have as much as her. (laughs) Wow. That's what I think it was, is that her her cabinets and shelves are just way too high for him. And he's (laughs) just used to being able to reach for everything. Oh, jeez. I feel like we've only talked about Mindy and Zach this whole time. What are the only ones that stand out. What do you guys think of Brandon and Taylor? The one where Taylor looks like Beyonce. Yeah, she's. I think she is absolutely beautiful, and I, you know, it's terrible to say, but she's so much 
more than him. Oh. She's a, she's like almost a doctor. She's a research person. She's doing this. And not that you want to make him any less, but I don't think he measures to her he's education. A, he's a beer salesperson or something, right? But it, Well, it doesn't matter what he does. Yeah. I mean, if he's successful at what he does and he makes a good living, if you shovel shit... <laughs> You know, Carl, that's for you. <laughs> as long as you provide, that's right. I mean, you you can't you can't make anybody's job less than okay, right. so what then, it is. But so I'm just saying, education wise, she's so much. It's she seems so much farther up there doing the research, working in the hospitals. I guess the and, same impression. Do you know what I'm saying? I she's do, just yeah. She she's more of a adult than he is. Yes. That's the impression that I get. Right. You both were awkward, I think, in talking when you first got married and you went off to the side by yourselves. Yeah. But listening to we them... We had to pick Jamie up off the floor. Floor, yeah. Right. No one knew I had a panic attack. No. Except so, Yeah, she knew. Of course she would. Of course she would. <laughs> she would everybody. My sister came in and started calling her your wife. <laughs> But I'm saying he could not even carry on a conversation with her. Yeah. Her mom, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he failed the job interview with yeah. the mom. Yeah, like, if that was a job interview, he was going to be kicked out. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's just, you know. So, I mean, in that respect, you know, maybe they'll get along, but <laughs> I don't know. But you don't have high hopes for that. Okay. No, I don't have high hopes for How them. How about Mika and Michael? She yeah. looks tougher than him. Yeah. She looks yeah. like she's a, you know, main street girl. But she but she looks like she knows what she wants and she's a go-getter. Yeah. I I didn't particularly have any sense of the the guy. I'm I, not attracted to him at all. No. I can't This is terrible for me to admit this out loud, but but I think Michael is consistently talking in a condescending nature. Like to everybody. It's like it's just like he tries to talk scholarly. He's reading yeah. off a script. Yeah. yeah. No, I think Nick is a wonderful girl, and uh, I think that once they start to get together, is you know, we're we're gonna we're just gonna excel, and you know we'll stay in the same area, and then you know we'll we'll be fine, and then love prospers. <laughs> that sounds very good. Yeah. That's what, that that's sounds good. On. Yeah. The couple that I I really 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 liked. I mean, they were so goofy, but they were so they cl- they seemed to click mm-hmm. instantly. She was the twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so her, their names are Jessica and Austin. Yeah. Okay. And they seem to be getting along super well. I predict they're going to stay together. I like them. I like them a lot. They seem to have a lot yeah. in common and, you know. Do you even care? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had to say he was, you know, he was interested in it. We, we Not watched, interested in but it. But you I had watch to. it. You get like, one hour baloney, a week you of TV. watched it. Like, like most husbands that come <laughs> yeah. up. My wife makes me watch it all the time, so I see it. Okay, so there's one more couple, right? We've talked about everybody. Yeah. Mindy. Katie and Derek. Yeah, Kate. Yes. Katie, and, Katie and Derek. What do you think of them, Big Doug? Katie and Derek. Katie and Derek. I think Katie looks like Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls. And yep. Derek looks like Ashton Kutcher. Oh, Ashton yes. Kutcher, She's yeah. the... Uh, the little diabetic girl. She looks very familiar. Too smoochy, too quick. But she's faster than he is. And then when it was the talk with the bridesmaids, was like, eh, what, are you kidding me? That oh, was When so that fat good. one was there, yeah, it's good, but I'm going, I thought she was a pig. for TV, but what the heck are you talking about? 
<laughs> okay, wait, we have to. That was so good. Wait, we have to talk about this because this is this is the funniest part of the whole night. So for those of you who haven't seen Married at First Sight or you're not caught up, so there's this one couple and the bridesmaids are literally talking about the fire. It's and not the bridesmaids. It's the bridesmaid. Okay, it's the one. one. That's yeah. true. She's clearly she was a Melissa McCarthy. She was uh, like, you know, asking all the sexual questions. Do you know how for to this put guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the the P and the V? The bridesmaid saying to the groom, who doesn't know her as far as she can, as he can throw her. Right. And this is the first impression he gets of his wife's, his new wife's friend. And she's saying, if you can't bring the fire, can you bring it? Are you going to please her sexually? And he's just like, holy. He was really. like really taken back. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, seemed like a little, he wasn't a man about the town. Yeah, I, I think that, um, I wouldn't, see, I would have went along with the conversation. I don't think that's weird for... Like a conversation to come up. Uh, I think it's kind of strange. I do too. In normal life at a bar or something like that. But not at your you, wedding. You would have to get dirtier in the talk. The guy would have to go back at there yeah. till they all sat back and did that. If you if you saw it, which you did, uh, the one girl on the side, she you know it, the sex is between the two of them. It's not the only thing, and she goes, "Really, I understand." You know that sounded good or something like that. She was like okay with it. And then Bimbo over there started throwing everything else at us. It was like, whoa, but where's what, this coming from? But what is interesting about that is, like, that is her really good friend. I mean, good enough that it's her right? right? So, like, he better bring the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure is on. But like, I don't see them staying together, though. Not knowing, uh, I don't see it. I do I. They really attracted to each other. He's like, it's his best probably week on earth so far. This girl loves me. She's all over me all the time. You know, but I'm wondering how the experts, what do they feel about that? What do they feel when it's something doesn't work? Like for especially those two where you saw coming, this was going to be bad the whole way through this whole thing. And this poor girl gets her heart broken and gone. Yeah. You know? So, not gonna lie, on, on Unfiltered, I can't help but ask sometimes, like, come on, you didn't really know this about them, but I swear to goodness, every time I ask, and it happens to be Pastor Cal a lot, that I'm like, come on, Pastor yeah. Cal, like, you guys couldn't figure out that, like, this was gonna be disaster, and, like, truly, they have no idea, because what happens is, like, everybody fills out the questionnaires, they have their interviews, all the yada, yada, yada. But you can't take into account how people are going to act when they're under that much stress. I mean, it's one thing to, like, quote-unquote prep for being married at first sight and all that jazz. Like, mm. There's no prepping for it. Like, you're just, you can't take into account how you're going to act under that much stress. And you can't control your behavior. So much stress. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when, like, the real people come out and, you know, the yeah. good or the ugly. And some yeah. of them just are ugly. So. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's getting late. Yeah, no. Next week, we'll be coming at you from sunny Florida. We're bringing our podcast gear down there because we're looking to buy a home down there. So if there's anybody out there listening, any of you guys listening, <laughs> if you know of a great area in Florida that you think we should definitely look into, please let us know. Yeah. You know, call, write, text, send a message in a bottle. <laughs> or just go to uh, our Instagram page, Hot Marriage Cool Parents, and we will be announcing... You sound like an announcer right now. Yeah, we will be announcing a special giveaway. Again, we've mentioned this in the last podcast, but Hot Marriage Cool Parents has exceeded 1 million downloads 
of our is, podcast episodes in one year. Yeah, we're really, really dumbfounded and thankful and grateful, and we want to give a little thanks by you know giving doing a little giveaway, and that's live right now on our Instagram pages. Yes. So if you want to enter into that, please do. And we have a special giveaway for those of you who are listening to the very end of this podcast. You hung out and you loved our in-laws and talking about Mary at first sight and everything. Well, you're in for a treat because we have another giveaway for those of you listening. Doug, what's that giveaway? CBD oil. (laughs) From my father-in-law's closet. He's donating. (laughs) No, it works for me. I'm not giving it up. It's expensive. Well, we'll wrap it up there, and uh, the next time we speak to all of you, we'll be in Florida. Bye, guys. See you next week. Love you. Bye, bye. Do you guys want to say I love you? Love you. Good night, Henley. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.